Hello, friends. Before we start the show, just a few words. We have an amazing guest on, Kat Golden, from the Nurses Inspire Nurses website. And to our listeners, she's offering $5 off if you apply the code Cup of Nurses on her website. And that's at nursesinspirenurses.com. And we'll link everything in the show notes and on our website. So let's start the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to Covers Podcast with your hosts, Matt Chartrick and myself, Peter Fendera. This is podcast where we tackle current health news and hot nursing topics, one conversation at a time. Remember, guys, check us out on YouTube, check us out on Instagram, give us the five stars on, on Spotify, rate us highly. If you're not going to rate us highly, don't have to waste your time, just devote that time somewhere else. And I hope you guys are having a good day. How are you doing, Matt? I am doing good. I want to welcome today. Kat Golden. She has a passion for helping nurses find the confidence in creating their own schedule and taking a chance on their dreams. Um, self-care sparked her movement, Nurses Inspire Nurses, where she sells products, hosts monthly events and coffee talks, as well as providing resources for nurses. She also takes um, nurses on a 90-day mentorship course called the Leap, Land, Live Method, and she helps nurses find themselves and uncover what they're truly passionate about. She believes that if nurses embrace the true being, B-E capital, they will uncover their purpose and be able to fully live the life that they're obsessed with. Welcome, Kat. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys so much for having me. How are you doing this morning? It's, uh, we're kind of, I don't know when this is going to air, but some wild times around here, but I'm doing good. Just riding the wave. <laughs> what, what is your take on everything that's happening in our current society with Corona? Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's... Yeah buying out stores like it's doomsday but it's just really there's not as much there's more death seasonally from the flu than this corona hype so like what are your thoughts yeah 100 percent. i struggle because i'm not a fear-based person at all like it takes a lot for me to be really concerned so i've just been going about my business i'm not even someone that watches the news to be honest like i just don't want any negativity um i think a lot of it is just not beneficial. So I try to distance myself from that, but this has gotten to a point where obviously I'm paying attention. Um, I think right now I agree. It's a lot of mindset. I think what I'm sensing is just the precautions that are being taken and like with sporting events and concerts and all of these things, like I live in downtown Detroit. And I mean, when I walk outside and I see everything closed, it just instills a little bit of fear, I think. Um, so I really think it's a mental game right now. Obviously, yes, there are some concerning cases, but it's for sure a mental game right now. And like the way I kind of look at it, sometimes I feel like maybe the universe or God, if you may, is like having like a mini reset and yes, just to take like a, let's, so let's take like a positive spin at it. Right. I feel like the universe is helping people look inward a little bit, spend times mm -hmm. in families and you know, we're being vulnerable. Like this fear is also generating the sense of presence. It's like, if you get a cut on your hand, you for some reason become so much more present because you're so focused on that pain. And I feel like this virus is giving us that ability to, Hey, like guys, chill out on the materialism. You have to be happy to be alive. And we also could appreciate life because this invisible thing is putting us on our knees. And it's, it's crazy, like, right? It, yes, it is. I, I agree with everything you said, 100%. And I'm like, I talk to people all the time that are like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time to do yoga. I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to read. I'm like, well, now's the perfect time to do all those things you never have time for. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's okay. I know, I understand that you're really big on like mindfulness, you know, yeah. um, healthy mind, healthy nurses, big on nurse mentorship and just helping nurses through tough times. Do you have a nursing background? Did you start out as a nurse? What did you, what did you do before you got here? Yeah, I actually have a business degree first. Um, I, I have always been interested in helping people though. So I actually uh, wanted to get a business degree to work in the nonprofit. So I did that first. Um, I'm from Detroit, but I moved to Colorado and I worked at one of the largest nonprofits in the city there, homeless shelter, drug and alcohol rehab. I did that for a little over three years. And then I met my best friend there and she had a daughter that was born with spina bifida. So we both ended up going back to nursing school to help take care of her daughter. And so that's kind of how I ended up in pediatrics. And I went, how long have I been a nurse now? Almost eight years. So as much as I loved being a nurse, I always had other things going on. I had a blog. I always, I dabbled in like, I thought I'd be a health coach. I've always kind of had multiple jobs. I've been a hustler since I was a little girl. Okay. Since I was in Love like it. fourth grade, paper routes, like returning pop cans. Like I've always been a hustler. So um, entrepreneurship is very natural for me. And even outside of nursing, I always had other things I was doing. I did predominantly, you predominantly did like pediatrics uh, nursing? <clears throat> yep. I've always been in pediatrics. And then two years ago, I think about two and a half years ago, I got involved in community nursing here in the city of Detroit, which I ended up loving, which makes sense. I worked in homeless shelter, drug and alcohol rehab before. I actually have a minor in international and community development. I've done like Katrina relief. I've traveled internationally. So I love community-based things. Um, so yeah, I've always been in pediatrics and then I did I worked PRN at the hospital and then I did uh, PRN like hep A clinics, flu clinics, wellness clinics, things like that. I, it's actually interesting because I've never really talked to like um, pediatric nurses and just have like oh, their yeah. taste on things. And I wish we had the time to just sit down and talk about that. Maybe we <laughs> will, you know, because I feel like dealing with elderly, it's so much easier because, you know, they live their good life. For the most yeah. part, and it's it's easier to let go of those people. But I, I could imagine. Did you do um, like ICU specifically or med surge? I did um, this a couple different things. I did a lot of respiratory stuff, endocrine, and then I did neurosurgery here in Detroit. Um, I've definitely lost patients that were kids, and it's hard. I think kids are great in one sense because they're super resilient. They want to get better. Like my hospital in Colorado, we had an Xbox in every room. It was like. We had Ryan Seacrest Studios in the basement. Like, they'd be bingo on their TVs. Like, it was just fun. Um, but then it's hard in another sense because to see kids be abused or abandoned or, yeah, like, die really young or be in these terrible situations, it's hard. Definitely. Yeah, initially, initially when I graduated school, I wanted to uh, do NICU because I wanted to be there for, like, the most vulnerable population. And I feel like those are, yeah. like, the the kids are just, you know, newborns because they come in this world, you know, um, without any say, basically they come in so vulnerable and their parents kind of guided their, their start to life. And a lot of those, uh, those starts weren't good because, you know, these parents drink alcohol, do drugs and they come in yeah. this world so vulnerable and I wanted, wanted to be there for them. But my question is, why did you decide to step away from, you know, bedside nursing and move on to this nurse mentorship and what you do now? Yeah, I think for me, um, so I went into nursing for kind of different reasons. Like I actually didn't go into nursing for medicine. I just went into nursing because I loved helping people. And the things, yes, I was like, I've been in all the codes. I know how to start IVs. I know how to get my own labs. Like I know how to do those skills, right? But I don't love medicine. That's not why I wanted to be a nurse. And I, the things that made me a good nurse are what made me a good mentor. 
for now that are what make me really good at running and being the leader. And I think nursing was just my path. I think bedside nursing was a stepping stone for me to do what I do now. And I know with every bone in my body that I'm living in my purpose now. Um, even like with the coronavirus and all the um, like crisis pay, I'm like, man, it's like <laughs> tempting, you know, like, mm-hmm. shoot, I'll put my scrubs back on. I'm still, you know, obviously I have my license and everything, but that's not where I'm supposed to be. Um, I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So uh, to me, it wasn't like a big deal. Uh, my time at the bedside was a learning experience. and It was a stepping stone for what I'm doing now. I like how you have that perspective because you were in it for the right reasons, but yet you had ambitions to do more and you wanted to affect Mm -hmm. people on, on a, a more macro level. Correct. So with, with everything that you're, you're currently doing, like what are your goals for like the company for like the upcoming um, years? And for those that are not familiar, maybe can you give like a little gist of like everything that you're currently like on or doing in your business, personal life? Yeah. So I started Nurses Inspire Nurses really on a complete whim. I just saw, I worked in downtown Detroit and I, I worked with the most amazing coworkers. Shout out to my five West crew. You will not find better people than these, this, this floor, but um, I worked a bunch of different places, but it was so crazy. And everybody was so tired and worn out. Like I just looked around and I was like, this is, it's not right. Like I'm working with the most amazing humans that are just they're exhausted. They look terrible. Like the energy was so bad. And everyone was saying things like when I get off nights, I'll feel better. When we're better staffed, I'll feel better. When X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like done with it. I was like, guys, like I'm not living my life waiting for someone else to make me feel better. Like we're going to make ourselves feel better. So I just started doing things that work. Like people would laugh at me. They're like, oh, that's cat station. I'd have quote cards out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we're having a great day. Like I was making playlists. Like I started um, from my blogging days. I had some connections. I was like getting sponsors for our unit. I'm like, hey, we're getting high brew coffee today. Like we're getting like, I was like getting a snacks, like planning all this stuff. And once I opened the conversation of like, hey, actually like I'm not okay. And I know you're not okay. Once I opened that floodgate, it was insane. It was like, I was getting texts like, Hey, are you coming to work tonight? We need to talk. I've been on my own mindset journey for a long time anyways, but I was like coaching people at work. There'd be a line like, Oh, we're so glad you're working today. We need to talk to you about this. And so through that, I was like, okay, this has to be done outside of work. Like we don't have the time. It's not the right environment. So I decided to host coffee talks and my boyfriend at the time owned a coffee shop. So I, it was an easy, natural, like I could use the space. And I was like, I'm just going to be here for two hours. I did it every other week. No one even came to my first one. I always say that, but I just kept going. And, um, you know, now we host them all over the country, but I was like, nurses need a place to just be a human first. Like we're so busy helping everybody else. Nobody is helping the nurses. And I think that's what I'm good at is seeing people as humans first, meeting them, connecting with them, really figuring out what they need. Again, that's like what made me a good nurse, not the medicine. And so that's what I did. I just started coffee talks. I I was like, oh, I'm going to have a nurse party. It made me so mad when I worked in Colorado, like we would have professional athletes come and visit the kids and all these different things. And they would push the nurses aside. They would be like, no photos, no this and that. Here I am like working on Christmas, like trying not to cry. And my family's like thousands of miles away. And I'm like, I can't even get a photo or like have a little joy at work. Like that's terrible. So I was like, that always stuck with me. I was so pissed off. I was like, I'm having a nurse party. It's going to be awesome. Only nurses can come. I had like epic swag bags, drinks, all this stuff. And um, it's my nurse give back night. We're now having like the third one 
this year, but, um, I slapped nurses, inspired nurses on a t-shirt for that party, just on a complete whim. Like I never wanted it to be about me. I was like, I want nurses to support each other. I want like, how great would it be if you went into work and someone was like, Hey, I'm getting, I'm giving you a coffee break today. Like you're giving me one or like, I'm going to help you with this admit. You're going to help me with this discharge. Like, why can't we just be there for each other? Like, we know staffing is going to be bad. We know people are going to say terrible things. They're in pain. Like we know we're going to be in all these weird situations. That's, that's like, we're nurses. We actually kind of like that weird stuff, you know, but we do have to be there for each other. So that was how it started. And um, like I said, we still host coffee talks monthly. I do them here in Detroit and we've now created resources that um, people are having them all over the country. And I still have my nurse party every year. And, and once I just continue to engage with the community and talk to people online and in person um, with kind of how I develop mentorship, mentorship is just more a high level program for mindset. Like people basically that are really like, I almost want to quit because I'm so burnt out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. So that's like, really amazing. Go on, Matthew. I have like a few questions. Damn. Okay. Like, let's roll. Like I, I, I have, you're very inspiring for, um, to say the least, but like, what, what does that community like mean to you right now? Like everything oh that you God. went through and you know, the struggles, like, uh, cause I actually, I don't know if you noticed, I actually, um, inv- joined that community just to kind of see like yeah. what you're doing. And it's, it's awesome. Like it's, it's really cool that there's somebody out there that's doing that. Thank you. Um, like, my community is everything. Like I would do this for free. I mean, yes, I have a business, but like it keeps me up at night. It wakes me up in the morning. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Like, it's why I'm like sitting here. If you could see me and all this stuff, like I'm doing care packages for all the nurses working. I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure it out. Um, I don't know. My community is everything. Like this is what I was meant to do. So like any way that I can offer support, I'll do it. I mean, I showed, I've showed up every single day for the last like couple of years. Like I'll just keep, I just keep showing up. <laughs> I've so like during your coffee talks, can you describe what you guys like, like do, do you, what do you guys talk about yeah. like specific topics or subjects or people just vent to you? How, how does that work? Yeah, I actually try to keep it not so much venting. So what I really like to do is again, like the nurse inspire nurses community was founded on the blue my very strong belief that we're humans first, human beings. That's what I always say. Like you're being who you are in your soul as a person, apart from a nurse or a mom or a dad or a girlfriend or boyfriend, whatever partner, anything like you are like, I'm cat. That's it. So if I'm not taking care of cat and like, don't have joy within myself, I can't perform in all these other roles, much less, you know, take care of people in some of the, like the worst situations of their life. So Everything with Coffee Talks is very focused around things that we can control and how we're doing as human beings. I'm not trying to solve staffing issues. Like, yes, it's going to come up, but then I'm going to ask, like, I'm going to redirect and be like, okay, well, what can you do about it in that situation to make it better? So I always, we have a list of topics on our website. And then whenever I lead them, I always come with a topic. Maybe it's like something I've read recently. Um, I'm super big on taking action. Um, One of the last ones we had was all about receiving help. Like nurses want to give help, but they don't want to receive it. And that can, you know, lead to burnout, cause so many problems. I think the number one thing that's been amazing is that whether you have been a nurse for five minutes or five years, we kind of realize we're all going through the same experience. And it's been really cool to bring the community together to be like, oh, wait, you have that thought too. Oh, wait, you're scared of that too. Or, oh, wait, like you think that. And I'm like, yes, we're all the same. Like we just have to actually be vulnerable and talk about it. Um, So they're very focused around support, um, realizing you're not alone and things that we can control. It will not be 
um, like a venting session or like putting anyone down or anything negative, like I won't tolerate it. I love that. And let's just say you are a nurse that's like very motivated by this and you want to do your own thing. Let's just say you want to adventure and follow, you know, the footsteps of starting something like this. Mm-hmm. Or let's just say you're in nursing school and you're freaking struggling to get on that yeah. like hustler mentality that you're naturally born with since the age of four, right? <laughs> like what's what's like the few characteristics you would tell a nurse that they need to just kind of push through it, to like push through the the pain to get where they have to be to like be successful, let's just say. Yep. Um, to me, I don't think it's any big secret. I And people ask me this all the time. I think it's taking the next step. I think we get so worried about step 100 in two years from now and six months from now that it paralyzes us from taking the step that we can take today. And I guarantee whoever is listening to this right now, you know, the next step to take. You may not even know step two. You may not even know step five, but you do know step one. I believe we all know step one. And that could even be asking someone for help. Like I know as you're listening to this, the thought is coming to your mind. And if you will take that step one, the next step will be revealed. The next step will be revealed. And I always tell people there is no failure. Like people are so worried, like, oh, what if I take this step and I fail? But the point is you have to have feedback. So if you can view failure as feedback, you're not going to get that feedback until you take a step. So just take the next step forward, whether you're in nursing school, related to your career, whether you want to start something, like you literally just need one step. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in having a really good work-life balance. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you have a good work-life balance, you know, you're more happy as an individual and you're more prone to take that, that, that step forward and yeah. take that leap. So yep. how do you, you said your, um, that your job wakes you up at night and it, or it keeps mm-hmm. you up and it wakes you up at the morning. How do you manage all that? And how do you stay, stay healthy? How do you stay happy? You know, how do you look so good? How, how do you manage all that in one? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm really crazy about my schedule. So a couple things. Um, I don't have any notifications on my phone. I'll tell you that right now. I do for my shop, actually, because that makes me really happy when I get the ding. But um, that is the only notification I have alerted on my phone. So I have no social media alerts, no, no email alerts. Um, because if I wake up and start seeing that number right away, it's um, induces stress. So n- no alerts on my phone. Um, I call it cat time. I'm really crazy about cat time. So perfect example, all day Tuesdays, I run my mentorship program. Like I'm on calls crazy. Like tell my last meetings that, um, I meet with someone on my team at nine 30 at night. So we go till almost 10 30 on Wednesdays, always cat time. Like I don't set an alarm like this morning. Um, I like woke up naturally. Don't set an alarm on Wednesday mornings. Um, I normally get my hair blown out. I go to my favorite coffee shop in Detroit. Like I just do things that bring me joy on Wednesdays because in the morning, because that's cat time. Um, I'm crazy about working out. Um, I'm like the most, I'm the biggest advocate for like physical health. That is not a trainer or anything like that. Like I, I, anyone that follows me, you know, I religiously work out four to five days a week. Um, so I'm crazy about that. I'm crazy about my rituals. Like I read every morning or journal. Um, I'd love to say I meditate every day. I don't every single day, but, um, most days. And I have like a script, a voice recording I listen to on my phone and my own voice of all the amazing things that are coming into my life. I'm crazy about it. I listen, I started it like three, four years ago. Um, and I keep updating it as things happen. I listen to that every day. So I'm very intentional um, about what I do. That being said, do I get stressed? Yes, 100% I get stressed. <laughs> and, but I know how to manage it. And that's the key right there is just managing it with... Um meaning where the the good behaviors outweigh the the bad right yes 100 so, 
I love the shirt that you're wearing, and I did a little bit of research about the yeah. light workers. Can you tell a little, little um, us about that campaign and like what you're doing? Yeah. So um, sometimes, and I do business actually very differently. So I don't know if people believe in like God, the universe, whatever, but um, I think that I want to make sure I say this in the right way. I think that I'm not special in the sense that I think this message that I'm sharing just needed to get out into the universe. And I think that I just happened to be the one that was willing to act on it. And I know that that maybe sounds a little crazy, but, um, so I think sometimes I get messages and ideas that just because I'm open to it. And so right before Thanksgiving, I could tell that a message was trying to come through, but that I didn't know what it was. And um, sometimes like when we get really busy in life and I tell this to all my mentees, like we wonder why we're not getting new ideas or why things aren't coming to us or why we're getting the same result. And it's like, we actually don't even have space in our life to get a new idea or to get a new result. We're like, why isn't anything coming? Well, when is it supposed to come when you're like so connected to your phone or like working a million hours a week or your schedule is packed full or whatever. So Long story short, I felt like I needed to go away for two days and just be in some quiet. So I did that. And when I went away, I had this whole, like, it was came to me so clearly that what I've realized in talking to like thousands and thousands of nurses over the last two years, that there is like some sense of like pride that's lacking. And people are always telling me they need to be doing more. And I don't know where this has come from. And I think uh, maybe a little bit of it, and I'm in, obviously I'm an entrepreneur, but in entrepreneurial circles, I feel that it's glamorized a little bit to be an entrepreneur. And it's like, what just happened to being like a really badass nurse? Like, when did that become not enough? Like, it just makes me honestly sad. And so I just had this whole idea, like we're light workers, like we're healers, like we are literally shining so bright and having the best energy and like doing all of this at people's darkest times. Like when did that become not cool? And it's like, no, that's actually like superhuman. Like that's amazing. So I just kept seeing this like light worker. Like I'm like, that's what we are. Like we are shining light so bright to these people in the darkest times. Like that is badass. And I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this, but you can encourage you now. Okay. Um, so I just wanted something that was really powerful and really badass. And that was just like, no, we're light workers. Like when did they become not cool to be a nurse? So you'll notice like on my, all of my stuff, like it's not medical. It's not, nothing is corny. Like I just wanted to be really powerful. And I was like, honestly nervous about talking about this and being like, we're light workers, we're healers. I was really nervous about it. Cause you just don't know like how things are going to go. Or I'm like, am I crazy? Cause I'm just have all, you know, but I'm like, no, like these ideas come to me and I know what it needs to get out. So once I started talking about it, it was wild. People were like, yes. And I, I want nurses to feel proud of the work they do. Like it, it's crazy. It's magical. Like when did that become that cool? I don't get it. So if I can spread more of that and help people be proud of the work they do, like everyone will be happier to be at work. Yeah, it's very true. The, the sad part is, or again, I don't know if you consider it sad, but I've trained a few new grad nurses at my unit. And it's always cool to see them coming in because they had a little spark in their yeah. eye. <laughs> they want to help. They want to do certain things. They, they want to be a part of it. And then slowly over time, you see that kind of dwindle, kind of deteriorate yep. because nurses, we're so selfless. We're, 
we're so accepted to take it on more and more. Even if staffing is low, we know it's unfair, but we still take it because if we don't do it, who else is going to do it? And it yep. takes a toll on us. It literally drains the soul out of us. And it's sad to see that the happy nurse that came in on, you know, first day off orientation to three years down the line being miserable, you know, yep. having to take like long periods of personal breaks because they're just overworked and burnt out. And a big reason for that is, like you said, people feel like they got to do more. Like mm-hmm. you don't always have to do more. You got to devote time to yourself. Like you could do dishes tomorrow. You could do laundry tomorrow. That's not going to go away. You got to devote time for yourself because no one's going to devote time for you if you're not going to do it yourself. If you're going to take advantage of you as much as they can. And I'm a big proponent of just, just taking a day to yourself or some kind of period to yourself. Take a personal day out of work. Take a, take a mental health day. But you got to focus on yourself because your life is going to keep moving and it's going to be five years, 10 years, and you're going to keep getting miserable and miserable. And you got to learn how to be happy alone. I feel That's like so, 100% everything yes, I preach. <laughs> yes. And I feel like people are scared to be alone because social yeah. media, you see people are, someone's always on vacation. Someone's always doing this. Someone's always out partying. Someone's always out getting dinner. It's like, why can I be doing that? Well, you don't have to do that. Those people aren't doing that every day. They do that once in a while. You know, it's like, it's completely okay to be by yourself and it's okay to just be, just want to be alone. Like you have to, 100%. you have to discover yourself. You have to learn about yourself and what kind of motivates you, what makes you happy before you can even make anyone else happy in your life. Could not agree with all that more. I talk about that all the time. That's why I talk about cat time, finding your own happy place. That's something I have all my mentees do. I'm like, if you do, if you can't be happy by yourself, you're never going to be happy with someone else. Exactly. And you're not going to be able to make someone happy, someone happy because that's yep. unfortunately our relationships fail is because you don't know what you want and you don't know what, what you're happy with. And so how can you kind of relate to somebody else? 100%. Relationships fail, huh, PD? No, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not trying to talk shit right now. Anyways, let's, let's continue this because I loved yeah. when you like, when you hit up the, um, the universe and everything. So I wanted to kind of yeah. take a step back there because I'll let my Pisces um, side shine here. So okay. you say I'm about, let's go. Okay. So like you, t- you talk about the universe and how you're aligned with that purpose. You talk about passion, yeah. right? So for some reason, pat, passion purpose is you for some, you're like being linear the path when you're following it on earth kind of like bounces and it's a waveform like an EKG, but it's linear. It's linear with the universe. So it's interesting how you say when you do so much, you don't have enough time for other things. And it's almost like you wake up and it's a car battery and you have so much energy. And sometimes you develop habits that are negative. They're bad. They're good. They're toxic. People are toxic. And that energy is being drained towards that. And the universe is like reminding you, Hey, that shit's bad for you. Put it down, put it away, leave that friend, stop yep. that habit. And it just keeps nagging at us and we keep avoiding it. And as soon as we hop on passion, purpose, let's just say, or be just becoming self-aware, we start aligning ourselves with what the universe wants to do for us, right? In a way. And then we just become yep. cool, just like you are. Like the universe is just spreading its goodness through you because you are linear with it. I don't know if that's too deep, but yeah, that was uh, my thought. There. I love that analogy. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. And Kat, you said you work on, on some like care packages for, for nurses. Do you, you sell those or do you give them out? How does that work? Okay, so again, I get ideas and things come to me and I don't really ask questions. So I basically for like the last two days, um, I just announced it yesterday. So the two days prior to that, I was like going crazy because I knew this idea needed to come out, but I got, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do it? Um, so anyone that follows me knows that I'm super big about abundance. I believe in that there is enough for everybody. I'm like, want to be the most abundant person out there. I'm very open that I 
I love money and I love giving it away. It's why I have a nurse give back night. Um, so I'm so grateful that my business is doing well. So I was like, I'm going to make an investment into care packages for nurses. And then, like I said, I think I'm just the middleman of a message that needs to get out. So I was like, I'm going to be the middleman. People want to help nurses. So I'm going to be the vessel. Um, so I, um, if you go to nursesinspirednurses.com, it's right on the homepage, but they're free. Um, nobody has to pay for them. Cause I don't, I think nurses need to be supported and people want to support nurses. So again, I'm going to be the channel. So basically you, if you're a nurse, you can sign up to get a care package for your unit. It's free in Detroit. I'm having any local nurses come pick them up at our warehouse. Um, I have bins outside because, um, to save on shipping and then I am going to ship too. And so I have two separate sign-up forms, whether you're local or out of state. And then I invested a ton. My mom and I, yesterday at Costco, I'm like staring at all of this stuff. And then I'm collecting donations. And then I'm uh, through an Amazon wish list, So people can just ship directly. They don't even have to leave their house. It's, imagine if like everybody just did one thing, you know, like bars, pens, dry erase markers, like lotion, chapstick, um, positive quote cards. And then I'm collecting, even if people don't want to spend money, they could still share positive energy. So I created an email, support at nursesinspirednurses.com, or they can physically mail letters. Like everyone's stuck at home, right? So you can write some nurses some nice notes. Um, we've been receiving tons of letters and I'm going to just um, spend my time social distancing, sending care packages. So how, if someone's helped help you out financially, you said you have like an Amazon wish list. How did you access yep. that? Um, if you just go to nursesinspirednurses.com or if they want to donate for shipping, um, if you go to nurseinspirednurses.com, like literally the first thing that comes up on the homepage, it says nurse care packages. So they can just, all the information is there. And if you're a nurse that wants a care package, it's also, it's all in the same spot. And then do you sell any products on your webpage? Yeah. All my Nurse Inspired Nurses products are on there. We have, there's a whole shop tab. So everything, everything is at nurseinspirednurses.com. Unfortunately, obviously right now we, we can't have any meetups. Like our coffee talks and meetups are always free. Um, we have people that host them all over. Unfortunately, we obviously can't do that right now. I am doing four um, over the next two weeks. I'm doing four virtual meetups. So um, we'll continue to do virtual things as long as we can't meet in person. And so if, someone wants like, to get, if someone wants to get that virtual meetup, do they just go on Instagram or your website? On the website under events, yeah. every there's a calendar on there and we um, our whole event calendar is on there. I'm actually curious. So like with everything that you've accomplished and done, which is amazing, what is like the biggest struggles you would consider starting your business or with like the issues that you had on the journey to becoming where you are currently? Mm, That's a good question. I don't know. Like, was it like a mental barrier? I'm just going to be really honest. The, the biggest, the biggest struggle isn't even a struggle because I'm just a naive person. It's a great quality. Certain times it's a terrible quality in relationships. I'll just say that I had to work on it. I had to go to therapy for that. Um, (laughs) it happens. happens. Um, so it doesn't dawn on me that things don't work out. So I haven't to say I've struggled with my business. I haven't because I don't feel a struggle because I'm living in my purpose and it's going to work out. Like this is what I'm here to do. Um, so there hasn't been a struggle with that. Some minor struggles are, um, like I started this company with my own, you know, money. Like it was scary buying products and not knowing if anyone's going to buy your products. Like I killed myself in 2019 to get this business off the ground. Like people don't, people have no idea what I did. I mean, my brother who's like my best friend is probably, and my actual best friend, like 
are probably the only people that know. I mean, I was waking up at 4 a.m. to send customer service emails before I worked all day at the hospital. I would come home and make candles like for my shop until two in the morning. You know, I, I remember like bringing candles to work or like mugs to work to take photos on my lunch break. If, if anyone, any of my coworkers can attest, I had a 30 minute lunch break. I worked every single minute on that lunch break. Like I had my laptop, I brought my laptop with me to work every single day. Um, I mean, I, in 2019, I worked a lot. I mean, a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it, it wasn't easy. There was, there were struggles for sure, but, um, nothing was, nothing was bad. I loved it. So for like those like high achiever nurses that like, let's just say <laughs> feel burnt out at one point and they become self-aware, they're like, oh shit, I need to kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Like what advice yeah. do you have for them? So this is, that's a great question too. And I get asked that a lot. Every single person is different. Like there's not, even with my mentees, I'm not like, okay, you do, this is what everybody's going to do. You have to know yourself, the things that my soul needs and the things that bring me joy, um, are not going to be what bring you joy. Right. So the number one thing I would say is space. Like you need time in your calendar space, blank space, where you're not going to have anything planned and that you can sit with yourself and it's awkward. The one, the one thing I do of all of my mentees do is I call it finding their happy place. They have to block out time for themselves. Like I have cat time and it's awkward at first. They're like, we didn't know what to do this and that blah, blah, blah. A month later, they're like, this is the best day ever. I went to this place. I went to this place. I did this. I took my book. You have to try it on for size. It is going to be awkward. Like we are just not trained exactly what you were saying. Like we're just not trained to spend time alone or do things that bring us joy when really that is actually what we need. We need quiet. We need space. We need things that make us happy. So just like push through the awkwardness, figure out what that means to you and just keep doing it and schedule it. It's not going to, if you don't schedule it and make time for yourself a priority, it is not going to happen. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to manage their time. I feel like time is 100%. So how do you, do you use like any kind of tools? Like do you use Google calendar? Do you use notes? How do you structure your days? Do you have like a, a weekly calendar planned out for yourself? Do you do a month in advance? How does that work for you? Yeah, that's a great question. I do use Google calendar and under, um, I created a tool actually that helps me set the focus for every week. The tool is free. You don't even have to give me your email. You can just take it. Like I said, give it away. Um, if you go to nurseinspirednurses.com under resources, we have a planning tool. We have one for, um, if you, have like a side hustle or business and then just one for a, like someone working a normal schedule or you can use a mix of both. Um, I'm very big on setting a target and working my way backwards. So thinking about what the priority is and then how I'm going to get there. I use Google Calendar and I'm crazy about it. And I like put my workouts in my calendar. And when I have cat time, I put it in my calendar and I like plan time for rest or, or a buffer or things that bring me joy. And then I also use that planning tool that I have. So since we're talking about organization, one of those things you said is you need time for yourself, right? Yeah. And I feel like connection is like sometimes we're all about like in a primitive instinct, like we, yeah. need, we need closeness and we're so freaking hyper-connected. You have all these people that mess, send you messages on Instagram, let's just say we're yeah. so hyper-connected, but yet disconnected. And maybe the closeness that we need is not with all other people, but with yourself. So that, 100% here for so, that all day. <laughs> I know. So like now I'm like thinking, damn, like that cat time is the, that you need that reset. And Oh, I'd be, I wouldn't be able to do this if I didn't have that. And it's kind of cool because I do that with myself, but I just wasn't aware of it till like now, mm -hmm. like 
right now I just had like this little flick on it during the podcast. I'm like, oh shit, I've been doing this, but I yeah, and I've been cool. and, and I've been happier, but it's a closeness that I was craving with myself. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why people are so depressed and anxious because they need a closeness with themselves, but they're anxious because they're they feel separated from other people. I don't know. Yeah. And the other thing I would add to that, as much as we're like, quote, connected now, it's not sometimes the connection that we need as far as vulnerability and true human connection. It's why I will continue to do in-person meetups because I think as like, quote, connected as we are, we are actually very disconnected because there's a lack of authenticity. And when we are not our true selves, we don't allow for authentic connections. So um, I think it's, it's super fascinating, but if you are not connected to yourself, you can't truly even be connected to anybody else. So. Yeah, I completely agree with like the whole thing you're saying that we're, we are connected, but it's more like super, superficial. Official, yep. It's not, it's not like you're really true self. Like you might have, you might know so much ex people on Instagram, but do you really know any of them? You know, probably not, you know, or totally. who's, who's being authentic? You know, it's just so like far-fetched most of these times. I, mm-hmm. I think I think once and let's look at like future, you know the future if virtual reality takes over and you'll have this other reality continuously on your freaking damn forehead if you're not self-aware and you don't find yourself now I think people are going to be fucked in the freaking future if oh they my don't God. start I learning the damn I, tools 100% I can't even like let myself go there I I truly like cannot agree with that more I'm like oh I can't even think about that <laughs> Did you watch Black Mirror? No. No, okay. Well, it's like basically it's a Netflix uh, series where it kind of shows you like different ways technology could could go south. And oh my episodes, god, no, I can't watch that. It's it's insane. One of the episodes was basically everybody you meet, you give them like a rating, and you know <gasps> the government judges them on their rating. So everyone's so so fake and superficial because they're trying to be so nice to each other, and no one wants that bad rating because if you get a bad rating, you can't do certain things in society. Oh my god, no, yeah, bye. You know, no. you know what, you know what, Peter. So you know how like it or. You know how like in China, they have that like social system where you get points mm-hmm. for walking in a straight line. So Chinese people are freaking probably maybe so two-faced because, the, you know, the government, I'm such a good person and, and they go home and they're all freaking hackers and they hate, yeah. they're, they're trying to break think, down um, communism, you know? I think you got to take a step back here, man. I think okay, you're sure. too deep into it, man. You're just judging a whole culture right now, man. I'm, I was just jokes, <laughs> of course. Um, So like with this meetup, cat, like... What are like some common problems that like arise? You mean that come up at the coffee talks? Yes. I think um, one of the most common ones is kind of what we have uh, touched on briefly about that nurse that went into nursing because they really wanted to help people. And then they get in and they're so disappointed. And I actually do some consulting now for some healthcare systems, but they call it working at the top of your license. And it's basically the percentage of time that you spend actually doing the job that you went in nursing to do. And so I see it now from a little bit different perspective, but I think a lot of people are just really disappointed and they don't know why they feel so stressed. They don't know why they feel so burnt out. It's it's because of this. They're not taking care of themselves. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to shed some light on that and give them some tools. And that makes me super happy. And when they start feeling better, that makes me happy and them happy too, obviously. But I think a lot of it is that disappointment and feeling really, worn out and confused and kind of like they didn't expect it. So then they feel sad and, you know, and it affects relationships when people are in relationships with people that aren't nurses and they're like, they don't get it. And I think just a lot of like disappointments kind of. 
because definitely like nursing school didn't prepare you for what you no! see in a hospital setting. It's like, it's like, um, it's like sometimes um, society is raising kids and we get out of college. We're like, oh shit, how do I become an adult? So it's yes. like in, in nursing school, they, they told us some shit. They didn't tell yeah. us the whole picture. And then they didn't show us this emotional side. We have to like totally. deal with people's energies. And it's like, we're, we're trying to numb ourselves because it's, yes. it's so we're not coping with it properly. And we're seeing that in burnout and what's going on with healthcare where they're just giving more tasks for us to do more charting. Yes. Yeah. It's hard for us to just, like you said, align with that and show actual compassion at work. Because yeah. Oh, I had a, I've had a patient actively seizing and they're like yelling at me about my whiteboard. I'm like the patient. is. <laughs> oh my God. Far <laughs> too often. Right. Those I dad know, it started on whiteboards. I shouldn't even brought that up, oh but like, yeah, things like that. And it's just, yeah. Um, and family uh, also is a huge aspect. I just, yeah. we're getting stepped on from both directions and yeah. like, do you see something happening in the future? Do you have any ideas for future of like healthcare as the actual nurses that maybe things could improve or maybe we could pass some legislation? Like I, w- I would love to have staff, you know, ratios properly all over the United States, but is that too far-fetched? I feel like, you know, we get shut down. Yeah, I think the thing for me, like I always go back to like, I'm just going to focus on what I can control. And one thing that does really bother me that I think nurses can take responsibility for is like speaking up and asking for help themselves. Like how many times do we see nurses because we want to be the helpers and we think we're superhuman, like people refusing help. Like I see nurses so stressed out. I'm like, why wouldn't you ask for help? Like, if you're not willing to receive help, like, we can't have change. Do you know what I mean? So I want, like, nurses to be, like, okay, being, like, hey, I have a really hard assignment. Like, you're just sitting there on your phone. Can you come help me? Like, I want nurses to help each other and take responsibility. And then I think that will raise the vibration and be, like, hey, look at what we're doing on our own. And then the other people will follow suit. I mean, I just am all about, like, personal responsibility. So that's how I view it. Yeah, I think if – like staffing and everything would be a lot better if nurses, each nurse took the drive to just ask for help. Just, you know, put your phone down. Yeah. Just, you know, just, just ask. Even, I mean, I guess even if you don't feel like it, you should still do it because you don't know that nurse might be struggling. You know, the, totally. the patient, the patient might, might seem fine, but the nurse might be drowning in tasks, you know? Yeah, totally. So, Cap, can you tell us where we could find you on like an Instagram and yeah, if people want to use it as a resource, maybe you'll offer us a quick code for anybody that's listening and loves your stuff. And that's listening to a cup of nurses right now. I'll give you a cup of nurses code. I'll do uh, $5 off at the shop. Anyone that wants to use it. Cool. What would the code be called? Cup of nurses. Cup of nurses. Perfect. And, yeah, where, and where can people find you on Instagram or on yep. your website? Yep. They can just go to nurses, inspire nurses, everything, Instagram, website google it i own it all so nurses inspired nurses everything facebook it's our facebook community um there are some people out there stealing my stuff currently and trying to copy me but we're the real inspired nurses so um dealing with that but um my instagram is nine lives health that was the original name of the company um we didn't even like actually get to that i did i never expected nurse inspired nurse thing so but that's the thing now so it's its own it's its own beast separate from me thanks so much cat Thank you for chatting with us. Thank you for everything that you yeah, do. Yeah, I loved it. Thank you. Keep so up the amazing much. work. Yeah, we appreciate everything you do. And, you know, just keep it up. Keep doing everything in Detroit. Thank you.